All right, let's begin. Oh, hold on. I always forget about this YouTube. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of Benny in the Booth Podcast. On this week's episode, we've got MLB Weekly Recap and some stuff since last episode. Not every single game, but a few things here and there. We've got NBA Finals update and uh, and more. Let's get right into it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 79 of Benny in the Booth Podcast. Thank you so much for the support to this point. I very much do appreciate it. Uh, sorry that this week's episode is coming out uh, today instead of yesterday in a different time than usual, even on a day pushed off. Um, I very, I do have a very, uh, I do have a reason. One thing I do want to show, actually, uh, so I might have mentioned that I got this while ago, but a while ago for my birthday, I'd gotten a present, and I'm going to get it to show you guys. And I finally was able to get it from Cleveland, where I'd gotten it, where I partially live, to here. And it is basically a 3D replica of the Browns Stadium. Now, as you can tell, it's not up to date on name uh, because this was made and i also bought this before they went to the back to cleveland brown stadium but this is like a 3d replica of it and they have for a whole bunch of teams i'm not sponsored uh by the company that makes this um but they have for a whole bunch of teams and a whole bunch of sports uh if you're interested it's like i think the company's called for the fans or something like that uh and they make a whole bunch for a whole bunch of teams in different sports worth checking out if you're interested uh, but that's setup update I've got. Um, hold on a minute. I just got to put this back. Oof. So, why was I not able to do yesterday? Um, so, I was planning on recording this week's episode yesterday. However, basically, there's a content creator that myself and a friend of mine watch on YouTube who is one of, if not the best NFL slash Packers content creators named Tom Grossi, who is actually a New Yorker, but is a Packers fan who uh, is a former comedian who's doing a 30 stadiums in 30 days uh, tour of NFL stadiums. And right now he's in Philly. Uh, he's been doing it since May 31st, he's done a whole bunch of stadiums. He already did Cleveland. I was not there for that because I was actually in Connecticut for that. Um, and he was coming to New York yesterday. And, like, if in general, I realize I don't even have my mic plugged in. Plugged in. Whoops. Hold on. Stupid. No, not stupid. But that's annoying. Um, but, uh, so 
last second he comes out saying that because that there's like an Ed Taylor Swift is coming to MetLife or something with Ed Sheeran or something, he wasn't doing a fan meetup, which he's been doing by all these stadiums and small businesses within uh, cities or areas of these stadiums, uh, meetups with fans of his. And he said uh, the night before New York slash New Jersey for MetLife that he was going to be doing a meetup in uh, the city. Which once I saw that being, I'm not far, I don't live too far from the city. I'm like, and I have a friend who also watches this content creator a lot. Shout out if he's watching. Um, and we were both like, if we could, we ought to try to pull this off. And we ended up pulling off. And that is uh, why I was not able to record. Uh, this is one of the pictures we took together. If this is even going to focus. Yeah, there you go. He's a great content creator. He's on YouTube. Go check him out. I don't have a link in the description. Uh, just search up Tom Grassi. And actually could be uh, do stuff with him in the future. I actually was talking to him about a possibility uh, when I was speaking to him yesterday. And he said maybe. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But I'll keep you guys up to date. But that's uh, all the non-episode stuff uh, that we're here to talk about. Um but yeah, that is why this week's episode is today and not yesterday. Uh, and then, of course, it wasn't last week because between Jewish holiday and I was in Chicago last week, which I did get a game, and I'll get to that in a moment, um, I was not able, plus Connecticut in the weekend, uh, I was not able to do episode last week. Um, so anyways, let's get right into this week's episode. So MLB, MLB, I'll just start off with the game I went to, uh, May 3rd. Th- 30th, second to last day of May, I went to Cubs Rays in Wrigley. And it was a heck of a game. First inning was an inning in its own. The Rays were coming off getting a one-hit shutout by Stroman and immediately sent the message, yeah, that ain't happening tonight or on this night. And uh, the first inning, two outs, it was like first and second or second and third, something like that. Ground ball to Nico Horner playing second base. Tries to flip it to uh, Swanson. I think it was first and second now, I realize. Uh, But Swanson was not able to get it. And Franco tries going home from second to home. And Swanson makes a great throw to throw him out at home plate. Uh, They reviewed it for apparently the Rays' thoughts for some reason. There was a catcher's interference, but there was no... We're near a case for catcher's interference. Uh, closer to out, but no, I want catcher's interference. Uh, but anyways, it stood. And then bottom of the first, facing Shane McClanahan, who's basically Tampa's best pitcher, if not one of their best pitchers. Uh, Nico Horner just took the first pitch gone and made it one nothing Cubs. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, it was not much of an offensive night. Uh, and then it was mostly quiet the rest through like fifth or sixth inning. And, of course, Randy Rosarena with two on, two out, tied the game because it's Randy Rosarena making it 1-1. And then, later in the game, Ian Happ has a bloop double that Brandon Lau and Josh Lowe had no clear communication of who's catching the ball, and it just drops between them, and Happ is able to take advantage and get second. And then, with two outs, former Yankee Mike Talkman. Yes, you heard me right. 
Mike Talkman, the former Yankee and technically giant, is now on the Cubs, had the go-ahead RBI single for the Cubs, and that would end up being the difference as the Cubs won 2-1. to one. It was weird seeing him in the Cubs uniform because, like, when you think of Mike Talkman, you think Yankees. You don't think Giants. You don't think any other team. You just think Yankees. And just seeing him in a Cubs uniform was like, I mean, I was happy he did something. Don't get me wrong, but it's just kind of, like, funky. Uh, but anyways, the Cubs won the game. I went 2-2-1, and they took two out of three from Tampa uh, at home overall in the series. They lost the finale 4-3. Um, but, yeah, I was able to go to that game. Fun, good game. Always good for me, like, as a Cubs fan, when I get a chance to go back to Wrigley. Uh, no matter how many times he, times I get to go a season, it's still always fun no matter what. Uh, and in general, always also being originally from Chicago, it's always fun to go back. Uh, no, nah, never mind. I, I forgot what I was doing. Uh, but anyways, outside of that, so uh, Liam Hendricks has officially come back from cancer. Uh, had a decent start, decent first return back against the Angels. But overall, is back. He actually just got his first save uh, last night. But today's game is postponed because of the air in New York. Uh, Craig Kimber recorded his 400th save since last episode. Mike Soroka had his first start since August 3rd, 2020. He's been shaky so far, and I think he even got sent down recently. Lamont Wade Jr. hit a home run into McCovey Cove, which is like a ocean out and right that they have, which was the 100th splash home run, what they call it, into McCovey Cove in the whole they have like four they've had four different names for this ballpark so I'm going through all of them Pack Bell or Pacific Bell SBC which is what is now AT T AT T and Oracle Park history uh, it is rare that they get home runs into McCovey Cove but it is something because sometimes there are people that actually uh, watch games in like kayaks in McCovey Cove uh, but anyways the White Sox and Tigers had a game where the White Sox won two to one where all runs were on wild pitches or passed ball. First time ever in the live ball era per Live Sports Bureau. Uh, Rangers had a 12-3 win over Seattle on Sunday. That got Bruce Bochy career W as a manager number two, 2041, which is 10th all-time passing Walter Alston. And then yesterday, Ellie De La Cruz, number four prospect in baseball, one of if not the top prospect, probably top prospect for the – Reds uh, finally got called up, which I was happy to see. I've like he's had future star cards in the last two games. I've just been really lights out, uh, and he had a pretty good debut. He had a double in his like second at bat. Uh, had two walks, scored on the second walk, I believe, uh, and struck out, which is not bad, honestly. Uh, Reds won the game nine eight versus Dodgers. He's also the youngest Red to debut since Jay Bruce. So if anyone wants to feel old since Jay Bruce, and that was a really long time ago. Uh, and that is, the, um, that is the recap. So let's go through the standings currently, not including today's games, which are there, some, there are some going on right now. There's some that are even postponed. Uh, but let's go through the standings at the current moment. Raising for the AL East, Raising first place, ending at 44-19, ending on a four-game win streak, followed by the Orioles at 37-23, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Yankees at 36-26, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Blue Jays at 34-28, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Red Sox at 31-30, ending on a one-game win streak. 
As for the AL East, for the AL Central, the Twins in first place, 31-30, ending on a three-game losing streak, followed by the Guardians at 27-33, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Tigers at 26-33, ending on a five-game losing streak, followed by the White Sox at 27-35, ending on a four-game win streak, followed by the Royals at 18-43, ending on a two-game losing streak. That is for the AL Central. For the AL West, Astros Rangers in first place, sorry. At 40 and 20, ending on a five-game win streak, followed by the Astros at 36 and 25, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Angels at 20, 32 and 30, ending on a two-game win streak, followed by the Rangers at 30 and 30, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the A's at 13 and 50, ending on a five at one point around a five-game losing streak, ending on a one-game win streak. Uh, sad news that happened to the Rangers uh, that came out yesterday. Jacob Degrom is out for the year with Tommy John which every Met fan in some ways has every right to just laugh at that because, like, a big part of, like, why the Mets didn't bring him back and pay him the money is, like, health. And, like, the Rangers were like, oh, we don't care, we're going to pay him. And, well, now his season's over because of Tommy John. And it's just kind of hilarious. I mean, it's worked out for the Rangers still because they were first place in the AL West, but it's just kind of hilarious. Uh Oh, and uh, Alec Manoa has been uh, struggling bad enough this year that he got demoted to rookie ball in Florida for the Blue Jays. And prior to looking at his stats, I didn't realize how bad he was. He's got like over a 60 RA, and I was like, yep, that's definitely worth a demotion. <laughs> we'll see how long it takes for him to get back. Hopefully he gets better soon with uh, numbers because he's been when he's good, he is on his, when he's on his A game, he is lights out. Uh, but anyways, as for the AL, for the NL, starting with the NL East, Braves in first place on a 36-24, ending on a three-game win streak, followed by the Marlins at 34-28, ending on a five-game win streak, followed by the Mets at 30-31, ending on a four-game losing streak, followed by the Phillies at 29-32, ending on a four-game win streak, followed by the Nationals at 35-35, ending on a three-game losing streak, followed by, that's for the NL East. For the NL Central, Brewers in first place at 33-28, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Pirates at 32-28. At one point on a six-game win streak, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Reds at 20 and 33 One point we're on a five-game win streak, ending on a two-game win streak, followed by the Cubs at 26-34, ending on a two-game losing streak, followed by the Cardinals at 25-37, ending on a five-game losing streak. And for the AL West, NL West, sorry, third. Diamondbacks in first place at 36.25, around one point on a six-game win streak, ending on a one-game win streak. Followed by the Dodgers in 35 and 26, ending on a three-game losing streak. Followed by the Giants in 30 and 30, ending on a one-game win streak. Followed by the Padres in 20 and 33, ending on a one-game losing streak. Followed by the Rockies in 26 and 32, ending on a two-game losing streak. Um, I also want to bring up a point that I saw on YouTube of the content creator, like on and off, that I watched, who's a Padres fan. And he came out with a video... Like, end of May, early June. And I want you guys to let me know if you agree with this guy. Er, and already at this point, which we're not even at All-Star break, we're not even, like, in July, had co has come out and said, Padre season is over. Not like, oh, they're in danger. Or like, no, no, no. Padre season over. From a Padre fan. I was like, huh? We're not even in July. And, like, I get the Padres are struggling, and they definitely are. Their offense has been sputtering, and they're just barely putting up runs and stuff. But we're not even in July. Even with the Cubs in 2021, I could have said that, I guess, kind of in 2021 in June. I could have said that even last year. But, no, it wasn't till it's not June is too soon to be saying that. 
when you have that kind of talent pool. Cubs didn't have as much talent as the Padres did, per se, of what they have this year. But with what the Padres have with the current moment, you cannot be telling me the Padres season is over at this point. Too early, too soon. I'm sorry, you're a great content creator. Uh, I think it's Fanatic Fan on YouTube. He's pretty good in general, if you want to check him out on YouTube. He also has a podcast. I don't know the name of his podcast. Plus, his podcasts are on YouTube. Um, but, um, yeah. So, I just don't think it's early over just yet. Let me know what you think. Maybe you disagree with me and you agree with him. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'm interested to hear uh, what other people think on the matter. I love you're a Padres fan or not. And then for today's games, which a whole bunch have started, some have not. Um, but there have been two games postponed because of the air. Uh, Philly, Detroit has been postponed, and White Sox, Yankees have been postponed tonight. Uh, currently, Royals are beating the Mar- Mar- Marlins are beating the Royals three one at home, b- top four with one out. Uh, Twins and Rays are scoreless, middle of the second, and then those are the games currently going on right now. No games are. Oh, sorry. There is two games final. The A's beat the Pirates 9-5, and the Mariners lost to the Padres 10-3. The rest of the games are getting ready to start or will be starting later. The rest of the schedule for tonight, Diamondbacks at Nationals at 7-05, Astros at Blue Jays at 7-07, Red Sox at Guardians at 7-10, Dodgers at Reds at 7-10, Mets at Braves at 7-20, Orioles at Brewers at 7-40, Rangers at Cardinals at Rangers at 8.05, Giants at Rockies at 8.40, and Cubs and Angels at 9.38. That is it for baseball part. Now let's get into the NBA. Uh, the Heat have advanced to the NBA Finals. Uh, I did come out with an immediate reaction after Game 7, and like I'll even put it into summary, but go check it out on the YouTube channel. It's on my YouTube shorts part of the channel. Go check it out. Uh, but like... After Game 6, where, let's put it this way, that tip-in by uh, Derek White is one of, if not the luckiest tip-in shots in NBA history. Um, I literally was thinking after that, I said, Game 7 in Boston, which is one of, if not the toughest environments to try to win a Game 7 of a series, I thought, game over, Miami's done, Boston's coming back. And Miami basically told me to take it and shove it up my tuchus because they ripped apart the Celtics and told the Celtics, you got to give yourself a reality check, basically, and advance the NBA Finals even after merely blowing a 3-0 series lead. NBA Finals so far is 1-1 going into Game 3 tonight. Game 1, Denver took 104-93, and Miami took Game 2 in a very close game, 111-108. The rest of the schedule for games are for sure and games if necessary. Game three is tonight in Miami at 8.30 on 8.00. All at 8.30. Game four is uh, on Friday at 8.30 in Miami. Game five would be in Denver on Monday. Game six, if necessary, would be at 8.30 in Miami on Thursday, and Game 7, if necessary, would be on Sunday in Denver at 8. All the games are on ABC, uh, no matter the date, and then location just varies on which game. Uh, But that is this week's episode of the podcast, so let's wrap things up.
Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Benny in the Booth Podcast. On next week's episode, we'll be back to MLB Weekly Recaps. We'll have NBA Finals update, whether it might be over by then or won't. Which, by the way, I think the Nuggets, I have the Nuggets winning the Finals, by the way. I don't know about games. And whatever else could happen between now and then. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you are new on YouTube, leave a like, hit the subscribe button, and the notification button. Sure notify when I go live and or post a video. If you are new on audio, follow the podcast, leave a review, hit the notification button so you're notified when I post on there. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I will see you in next week's episode, episode 80. Bye-bye.